nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd! Holy crap, are we nerdy? <laughs> All right, this week on Nerdables, we are going to be talking Thor. We're going to be talking Lord of the Rings, the TV series. Then we'll give you our Thor spoiler review. And we'll talk about Kathleen Kennedy on the Star Wars show, New Warriors, not on Freeform. Captain Kangaroo? Yes, Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> why hasn't that been rebooted? <laughs> no, no, right. everything else, why isn't there right. some... Now you said it, somebody's going to do it. Well, Wilford Brimley's dead, so he can't play him. So I don't know. <laughs> and as you can tell by who's speaking, I'm joined with Chris, Mikey, and Ethan. So, uh, yeah. So we will go into Thor. We'll just kind of do a quick, you know, what did we think without giving any spoilers away. Like an overall, not a plot, but just right. an overall tone. And then we can just go through all the news that we were talking about. And then well, at then the end again, of yeah, that. We'll warn you all for spoiler stuff. And then we'll go through kind of more plot points and specific characters and yeah. the ending and stuff. The stuff. The stuff. The stuff. So the Thor is being called the best review Mar- Marvel movie of all time. Yeah, it's almost up there with Wonder Woman. <laughs> um, yeah, well, it was, what, 91%, 92%? 96% yeah. 96%. Well, they always start out like that high. Remember well, Wonder I mean, Woman? Well, the review one is really high, too. Yes. I mean, it's a well-reviewed uh Well, the critic review got 100% before the movie came out. Yeah, but that's all. They always question that one too. It's like, oh, it's all the people that got paid by Marvel or whatever. But mm. the the general critics I was seeing on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, reading were were very impressed by it as well. Yeah. Um, it has a huge opening. It's one hundred and twenty one million dollars. It's the fourth biggest of the year. It's behind Guardians, though, isn't it? Yes. Wasn't Guardians big this year? Mm. But it beat Homecoming. Um, for the opening weekend. Yeah, I think so. Because home, well, home, I know it's, it's four. Close. But Beauty and the Beast is one. Yes. Guardians, I think, is two. Guardians is two because it hit, it did like two hundred, didn't it, or something like that. Know, Somebody's that got a I phone. Think. That's, a, and then uh, Spider Man was like right around. It was like one hundred eighteen or something, I believe. Um, but yeah, so it's a huge. It's a well reviewed movie, and so far in the small circle of people that I know have seen it, uh, everyone's loved it. Okay, so go around the table, Chris. What do you think of it? You wanted me to look up shit. Okay, well then, Mikey, what do <laughs> well, you think of you it? Go. Yeah, you can't real quick. Mark that, Bing! Um, <laughs> I need my um, own beep, like my own delay, and just click it. Like, beep. Just a sigh of disapproval. We, we, we need some, <sighs> like you think some other word, and yeah, he usually does. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, like to to beep himself with. Uh, so like, there's a Chris word you know, that we know that he was. Uh, yeah. uh, okay, Mikey. While he's looking that up, what do you think of it? I enjoyed it. It's uh, very comedic and a hugely different tone than. Dark World, so... Oh, yeah. But. Well, a lot of the, I think a lot of the reason that it needed to be so humorous is because there is such a dark tone with it. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's the end of the world. Yeah. So, end times, so... Um, Ethan? Well, no, we'll go back around. What'd you think of it? No. Uh, <laughs> you said we were going back around. I was like, oh, okay, you're going to skip me. Great. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're playing Uno, and I gave a skip card. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> then I gave a reverse card. <laughs> so do I go? Yes, go. <laughs> obviously, like everybody else, I liked I liked it. I thought for it's the not same obvious reason. to anybody yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, have have you heard somebody who's disapproved of it so far? I'm sorry. What? Have a Go ahead. Shut up. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> 
Go ahead. So you, you liked it. <laughs> That's what you're saying. Yeah, I, I I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't. I don't think I enjoyed it as much as you guys did, but I did really enjoy it. Like, I, I think I got to go back and watch it again because it's it's one of those movies where. Even like Guardi- the are second Guardian, to justify it being as good as Guardians. No, he's trying to justify it being better than Guardians. <laughs> no, no, no. It's just. So the question is, will you buy it digitally when it comes out and watch it seven hundred and sixteen times? No, the question is, no, is, is he going to watch it illegally tomorrow <laughs> on his Cody or Kimmy or whatever he's stealing all his movies? Out? Well, <laughs> um, no, I I enjoyed it, but it's just one of those things where it was. Some of the humor took me out of it. It was like it was. See, that's weird because that's usually me, and none of it took me out. It was this was, almost like too humorous for me. For for not, I thought it worked perfectly. I think though. the humor fit with the characters they decided to use, and the tone that they set for the entire film is very much like the first film, especially the first half of it. The first half of the original Thor has a lot of humor in it because it's the man out of place, out of time sort of thing. Sure. You know, and the physical humor of getting hit by the car twice when she backs into him at the at the hospital is one of the funniest <laughs> things that's been in a Marvel movie. You just see him in the window, boom, he just falls yeah, over. I mean, I, I forget. And that. so the tone of that part of Thor is very evident in this, you know, really the entire film. Yes. And because of, I think, the characters that they chose and the way that they presented those characters, the way that they present Thor who is back to being very confident without necessarily being arrogant. Right. But he's very confident in what he can do. Your opening scene is extremely humorous because he knows I'm going to get out of this. Right. I'm going to this is going to work right. because I know what I'm doing and I know how to do it and I know how to beat the bad guys and all that. The dichotomy is as you get towards the end with the main villain, I have no idea how to win. Right. And you're watching those pieces change, much like the first one where, you know, when we discussed the first one, we were talking about the flip of a film that is Thor's a big, gigantic jackass, and then all of a sudden he's very humble because he can't pick up the hammer. Everything that's worked in his life all of a sudden isn't working anymore. Yes. He gets exiled. He can't pick up the hammer. Something's wrong. He can't go back home. All of it. It's the same thing here. He feels like through three quarters of the film... Uh, this is going to happen. This is this is going to work. This is going to be great. And all the characters around him and the action ne- isn't necessarily, you know, slapstick comedy humorous, which I enjoyed. It's, you know, there's a lot of great action and fighting and everything. I mean, there is, there is, don't get me wrong. I mean, I laughed at everything that, you know, there there's a lot of slapstick stuff in there that I laughed at and I Well, that's the thing. Nice. I don't think it's slapstick. It's not stupid. In terms of the physical kind of humor, there's one th- there's one scene that we talked about. I don't, I don't even want to tell you what it is. Right. You know, we'll, put it we'll out put there. Put that in there later. Well, yeah. In the later part of this. But the, the the people that he's he's fighting against or facing or whatever, if it's kind of funny, it's because of the character that he's fighting. Mm-hmm. No, I get that. Versus somebody else, um, the way they present, you know, we know the Hulk's in it. The way they present the Hulk. The way that Jeff Goldblum paying the what's ostensibly the Beyonder, or whatever, it's a is it, it's called it, Grand? Is it Grandmaster? It's yeah. Grandmaster. There is a Grandmaster. There is a Grandmaster. Yeah. Is actually he's blue, but so instead yeah. of making him all blue, they did that little streak on his yeah. face. Because you know why are you going to cover up Jeff Goldblum? Right. Um, 
Well, no, there was his something, there was something is, else with doing the makeup that was a, like, I remember they were talking about at the very beginning, he was either allergic to something with it. Yeah. No, or, he said it, it, it was similar to a, a character he played on a different yes, movie. Yes, it, it was, like uh, from, it was uh, like Earth, Girl, Earth Girls uh, Are Easy. Yeah. He didn't want to do that because he played a character that was blue in that. Because everybody remembers that film. I know. But, um, but anyway, the Grandmaster <laughs> is, is Jeff Goldblum. So yes. using that character, it has an inherent humorous bend to it. Um, the characters, the other gladiators have an inherent humorous base because they're based that way. You're not taking something like um, somebody like Natasha and turning into the slapstick kind of, right. oh, she's crazy, because that's not how they've designed her. The way they designed Tony with with the quips and with the chin, those pieces fit there. The characters that they put through in Guardians, you put Star-Lord out there as somebody who's kind of But see, funny that was the problem. I think that's the whatever. problem I had with this movie was that... Thor, they took him, uh, to me, maybe almost to the edge of being too far of what Thor normally has been. I disagree, though. And, I do, and, too. And his, his humor... Of, in, well, the thing that I'm going to throw out is I'm throwing out Dark World because it doesn't seem to fit with the way they presented Thor in four other films now. Because hmm. even in Avengers, <clears throat> he's kind of funny. The way that he's, the way that he's talking to people, yeah. that he's adopted line. The way that he says it, right. it, it sounds almost he's he's intentionally being humorous. You know, Loki killed eighty people. He's adopted. You know, <laughs> the the you don't you don't have big big reindeer ears, you know, horns or whatever. No, we don't have those here. Huh? I thought you did. Um, <laughs> even Age of Ultron, for what you see him, again, he's not really once, humorous. Well, that the one. thing is, Age of Ultron, that situation changes so quickly, and he he has the vision, and he has to leave. Right. But he still has a bit of it in there. Yes, it's not as as much as this, but <clears throat> I think the beauty is, I think four. it fits enough. Again, <clears throat> the way that they set up that character in the beginning of this film of Ragnarok is he's winning. He's doing what no, he's been I get doing, that. I get and so that. he has his confidence back. He knows, you know, he's in. And in, in, as you go through it, he doesn't have the burdens that he thought he would have because. You know, we see where he, at the end of Age of Ultron, he disappears, and he's he didn't go back to Asgard. Yeah, so he's out doing what he wants to do. Right, wait, right. I mean, he does say there and there that he's been traveling mm-hmm. through the nine realms, and you know, are you, he. What good? Are you looking at Thor in terms of the Marvel Universe Thor, or Thor as the Norse mythology Thor, saying eh, sort of like? No, comedic. no, just within the Marvel mm-hmm. Universe and Marvel comics. Th- this we'll take the comics out because sure <clears throat> this I don't I don't want to say version of Thor because you know there's been three other films with him in it this part of the Thor's journey mm. there are things that are going on where that is you know not I mean you know he did just lose his father uh, you know I don't want to go into too much about it right now but there are things that happened to him along this way that. It may not lend to him to being, so, you know, so jovial all the time. I don't think it's really even a jovial thing. And, and, and he is probably, out of a lot of the characters that are in there, the least... Well, I mean, I guess he's more of the straight man to, to some of those characters. That you get to meet once but you again, get to, especially he's more, the gladiator. In this, he's, in his, he's more in his element. I guess so. There was just there was just a couple of things, and like I said, I you know, I want to see it again before you know. I mean, I, I like the film. I don't think it's a bad film at all. I I enjoyed it. I you know I will watch it. It it, it it's one of those films that you can watch. 
multiple times and this not get is, tired of the it. The first one, easily the first one since Civil War that I've wanted to go see again. And probably the, the I want to go see that right now again. <laughs> I haven't had this since Winter Soldier. I see, that's how I, I felt also it. with Guardians too. Because with Guardi- I should say with Guardians in general, because not only because I've I, I've been a fan of the comic book, you know, even before you know most people even knew what Guardians of the Galaxy was, but it was also it's one of those films where I can sit down and enjoy it, you know, over and over again and never get tired of it. Mm-hmm. This film, I, I think I can feel that way. I just I I want to see it again to you know to really to take it in because there's a lot of there's times mm-hmm. when you're sitting this- there. And you're going, oh wait, you know, there's the Easter egg, or there's that, you know, like there's a it's couple. Not even an Easter egg thing. I mean, just everything with it is. is but there, there are some, there are some is, moments that tie into. Good. Kate Blanchett is fantastic. Oh, she's as amazing Ella because she has this delicious evilness to her <laughs> that a lot of characters, none of the other villains have really had because she is, she's she's a goddess. <laughs> she's yeah. Oh, uh... Easily. And oh, it, she's it, perfect for like, I was looking at. I'm going, wow, you know, the Enchantress from Suicide Squad looks a lot better. Look what happens when you take an Oscar winner and make them the villain instead of a supermodel and make them the villain. <laughs> and uh, they, they didn't shy away from putting uh, the headdress on her, too. Which... Yeah, and, and the way that they use the headdress is great. No, I, yeah. I, I thought uh, the pieces fit. Did you have a problem fit. with that? I was fine with the headdress, but the cons- I mean, she only did it like a couple times, like three times, I think, three or four times, where she had to, in order for the headdress to come on, she had to move her hands over her head. Right. Well, it was almost like her hair turns into the head. I know, but and did you notice that there it was? It wasn't just the same headpiece either. There were multiple ones because just depending on the situation that she was in. Mm -hmm. And to me, I think she was in the headpiece more than she was out of it. I think it's even. You think so? Because even when she was out of it, by the end of that scene, she's going into the headdress. The in terms of overall, there was there was a couple things. After seeing the the credit the post credit scene at Doctor Strange, we talked about it here on the show. Yes. we were like, "You were that doesn't how that's make sense after after two. It totally makes sense, and uh-huh. I love the way that they did it. And we'll get into more detail later. The tone for it for me was very much the original Thor all the way to the end, which is that the hero moment at the end is awesome. Yes, it's so good, and it continues from there. And that to get that dichotomy within the character of Thor. Is the same dichotomy in the film, where there's there's points where you're just sitting there and you got a big smile on your face, and then everything gets very serious and very hard. And I think it works in all those different the, the different realms, the different ways that it puts itself together. I was super impressed. I it, it's, I mean, I put it in there. It's it's easily top five, and it's probably number three after the tie at number one from the original and Winter Soldier. I loved this film. I thought it was fantastic. It's it a was perfect fun. Mesh of the action yeah. and the drama and the comedy. And I think and getting off really of Earth well was super, super important. Yes, Earth and, makes as, everything serious. Yeah, and, the the points that are on Earth were fine, and they, you get it off, and you can go do whatever. And it does what the Mar- the recent Marvel films that do so well in using other characters from other movies in a perfect spot without mm-hmm. making them the film. Yep. You know, we know that Doctor Strange is in the film. Doctor Strange is in it. He fits perfectly. He moves the story forward because where they need to get to from A to, let's say, D could take 20 minutes in the film. And they're like, no, no, no. Put it together into one piece. We use Doctor Strange to do it. And it's great. great. Obviously, the Hulk's in it. The Hulk is great throughout the film. Mm. And the the Hulk is a character. Did you like the change in the CGI? It was fine. I mean. I liked it. I mean, it looks more real. It there, uh, I don't know. It didn't look as it didn't look as real between Avengers and 
It didn't this. look as real as it did within Age of Ultron. But but you're seeing it so much more. But the other problem with the other side mm. of this is, is it a spoiler to say how long he's? Well, well, there's 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 certain aspects of the Hulk that can make you think that his physical appearance can change. Well, but his physical see, and that's why his I physical appearance as the Hulk would can have change changed from where because he looked of before. yes, because of, of what, because of a lot of different reasons. We'll just yes. say a lot of different reasons. Which will the thing talk. with it is the Hulk is a character in the film. The Hulk, not Banner. Right. The Hulk is a character that could have fallen so incredibly flat. Oh yeah, and stupid, and it it perfect. They use these characters in the amounts of time that they use it. Is great. Well, the Valkyrie the that's in it is amazing. She is stupid gorgeous. The only problem so I have fun. with it is they the whole thing with, um, with with Tessa coming out and saying that the Valkyrie was bisexual, and you know before even Marvel even made the announcement that they have their first, uh, you know, there's no reason for that. There's nothing. in There's there. nothing in the so film. Just, it just throw it away. Just yeah. we're talking about the film, yeah. the actual film itself. I don't care about all the other pieces right. that are around it. The only thing anyone's cared about is the after. After credit scene, no, yes, no, the no, mid credit scene. Mid-credit scene. The mid credit scene is trying to figure out what that is, and again, we'll talk about that later. Yes, but no, I loved it. It's it's easy, easily one of those that I know I will see. Right. Well, okay. Since you said it's within your top five, Mikey, where would you rank it in your Marvel list? I don't have a list. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's yeah. uh, it's up there. It's it's good because like like I own the first Iron Man. I own uh, Winter Soldier. Out of the Thors, I would own this. Yeah. Like, if I looked at each individual property itself, I usually choose, like, one movie out of them to own. And you're, you, Are you buying 15 different versions of Guardians like this one no. did? Or? You're, I mean, you're, well, I have more on Firefly but, than the Guardians, but um, you're not the type of person that will go out not necessarily to see a, re, to repeat the movie unless it's, you know, something that's on TV. I would, and, like, I mean, it, it is worth seeing it again. Okay. Whether I will right away probably not because there's a lot of other movies that i want sure. to see so i want to spend my but that's that but i was trying to that's why i was trying to get out with it is for this type this movie it's one that if it's you're an, sitting it's an there endorsable movie you're you'd be like oh yeah i'd go see it again or if you know if somebody was yeah. like i want oh, that on the poster an endorsable <laughs> movie like <laughs> if we if we went and said hey we're gonna go see thor tomorrow night you want to go yeah. and you were you yeah if i was able to yeah, yeah well he's working tomorrow night no yeah. I, I i know but i was just <laughs> using that so, Mikey, will you leave work? To come no, he no. doesn't leave work to go to anything. Ethan, what about you? Where'd you put it in your top five? Is it above or below Iron Man two? <laughs> oh, well, that, you know, I that's, like Iron Man two. Dude, a lot, that was though. on like all weekend. You know, like, I know oh. that, that's Ethan's scale of, of Marvel movies. No, it's definitely above <laughs> that Iron was Man. A yeah. That was a shocker. That was a shocker. No, it's definitely in the top five. I think. Um, I think within the top. Six or seven, because I've got you know. There's a Guardians or two up there, and there's a Winter Winter Soldier. So much better than Guardians or Guardians two. It's better than Guardians the first one. I enjoyed two. I like two. I, I, I like two better than one, but this is much better than two. I'd have mm. to watch them like I don't know, one right after the They're other. They're fun. I mean, it's fun. It's fun to watch. It's definitely yeah. a lot more comedy. Definitely. Oh, definitely. Um, I just well, because well, the thing that it, it out comedies Ant Man, which was supposed to be a bit of a comedy, I'm just like, oh, because Guardians Two is so much more serious than Guardians One, though, too, in terms yeah. of the subject matter. So, oh yeah, okay, so it's always serious when Kurt Russell's there. It, it's it's so hard to do this without really maybe even giving something away. So we're going to jump onto the rest of the news, and then we'll come back to and we'll now make an announcement that we're going to have spoilers for Thor as our 
review gets more expansive, more expansive as it expands. Well, expansive is a word. But speaking of expanding, Lord of the Rings is going to possibly be a TV series on Amazon Prime. Very possibly, possibly, possibly. Because like they want very. To... It's a start of negotiations that may yes. not lead to anything, but it was something that people found worthy because Amazon Prime said that they wanted something Game of Thrones. Yeah, something specific that they could do. Why can't they come up with something original? Like, I because understand. anytime you come up with something original, all everybody does is tell you that you ripped off something else. Yes, that's and and that's I see your point. I've said the same thing because you know why? Why are we rebooting all this stuff? Why? Why do we not do? a you know an, a, an archaeological type character in the 40s or 50s going and looking for stuff well you're just ripping off indiana jones well we just might as well make another indiana yeah. jones then and i feel like there's a ton of other stories maybe like in that's medieval the thing cultures that, that i said is if they're gonna if, if their decision is to do lord of the rings and to cover the same space <laughs> as the the films the peter mm-hmm. jackson films you're losing Right, because you're never gonna have that budget. You're never gonna have those actors. You're never gonna have that director. You may be you're never gonna get have some that. of those actors. To come. You're not gonna get any of those actors to come back because there's no reason to. Because you can't do the same. You, you, if you're telling the same story, no, the, you're not. If gonna you're gonna tell yeah. the same story. You're you gonna tell the same story. So for me, if, if I'm Amazon, I would tackle the Sumerian because nobody cares about that. Right. Because everyone's gonna attack your series. You're now you're going to get assaulted from both sides. You're going to get assaulted from the the Tolkien purists if you're not exactly like the books. This is the chance for you to do the books as a direct adaptation with every word inside of it. No, we're not going to do that. Boo! Hey, you can just redo the movies. We're not going to do that either. Boo! How dare you touch my movies? You're going to get slammed from both sure. sides of Tolkien fans, mm. movie and and books that are going to tear you apart. If you do the Sumerian, first off, nobody cares because mm-hmm. you didn't finish it. Oh, yeah, his son finished it. Nobody gives a crap about right. that. But there's a basis there to mine to use as your story. Yep. And you can go from there. Or is it something like, there's so many other sword and sandal dragon properties that are out there that nobody touches. Oh, yeah. People have tried to do Wheel of Time for the longest time. It's ginormous. It's mm-hmm. much bigger than um, than Lord of the Rings. But there's stories within it that you could do. Mm-hmm. That you can get a long form for, and you have a fan base that might be looking forward to that or whatever. I thought it was an odd choice, as again, nobody knows exactly what it is. It's just they're talking to Tolkien's estate about doing a Middle Earth world series, and everybody's jumping on that they're going to just retell like the Lord I of the Rings trilogy. And like that's I said, now terrible Red, idea. It's a terrible idea if they try to redo the Lord of the Rings or the Hobbit. They need to tell... I don't know if it's as terrible to redo The Hobbit. They need to tell other stories within... If they, if they're behold, if they are, are, are determined to do Tolkien, and they're determined to be in Middle-earth, then do other stories. The new Lord of the Rings video game that just came out is a complete new story... And it's phenomenal. Everybody's, you know, everybody loves it. It's a great game. It's a great story within the universe of, you know, call it Lord of the Rings if you want. Do that. Expand Middle Earth. You know, tell other stories. You can, if you want to tell some of the Hobbit, you know, great. Stay away from, you know, there's lots of different you know, Hobbits. Story, they're like, hey, there's a ring over there. I wonder what happens to that. You know, you don't have to have, you don't have to have the characters that we already know. Tell other stories. The story of Legolas. <laughs> Although, like I said in the thread, Sean Astin, <laughs> he was just in Stranger Things too, and boy, he's gotten big. 
He could be a hot. He's the perfect size for Sam now. <laughs> so I, I mean, that's what I think they do. If you, if you're going, if you, if you're determined to do something from Tolkien's estate, you know, stay away from the One Ring story. Stay away from the Hobbit story. Well, I, I, do I everything think, else. I think you're setting yourself up for failure if you decide to do the, this. If you do the story of Frodo, it's just you're not. Yeah, you're not going to win. Or if you do it, the story of the Bagginses, period. Well, it's just I'm just talking specifically what that rumor was is that they were going to do yeah the story of the ring Frodo's quest to put the ring in the fire and, and go uh, no you know what I'm not doing it and then Sam just punches him in the face <laughs> kicks him in his little little elfin nards or whatever and kicks him over like here you go hobbits is where's the ring no I kicked it it's over there go get it ah! and he jumps Sam in the goes fire up the golem here take the ring go just go on no he doesn't do that he just pushes he pushes him over and. Then... <laughs> The hobbit goes, where is it? Or the golem, and he's just like, he's over there. He jumps into the fire. He's like, I win. He just pushes Frodo. He, just out, he just walks outside. Yo, Eagles, let's go. Eagle service. I want to go home. Well, I mean, I couldn't. Yeah, I mean, I I really just, I can't imagine, first of all, as popular and as well done as the Lord of the Rings movie. It would be right. like Kathleen Kennedy saying, we're gonna we're gonna do a Star Wars TV series, and what we're gonna do is we're gonna cover the first three films and retell the story in a different way. Right. There's no point to it. Yeah, it's you know You're we we just want to recast uh, Luke Skywalker as somebody hot. Yeah. We're gonna take that kid from Stranger Things that everybody likes and make him <laughs> Luke Skywalker, the weird looking kid, not not the cocaine one, the other one. <laughs> Which one? Because they're all kind of the other one, the the rapey guy, the other one there. <laughs> the rapey guy isn't yeah, that the, the cocaine. Glasses. No, the, he was the creepy guy. Yes. He was the brother. That's not the rapey guy. Which one? As far as I've gotten to. The other guy. The other, the, the dude that basically, you know, bangs the little girl. Oh. No, the the hair. sister. The moron. Uh, Steve? Sure. Sure. I, don't I think it's Steve. Steve's the one that has the flock of seagulls haircut. Sure. Steve. Yeah, he's going to be Luke Skywalker now. Because he's young and he's hot. The girl's like him. <laughs> okay, sure. His Q, his Q rating is He high. doesn't wear glasses. Where'd you he get He wears sunglasses. Oh, sunglasses. He's like sunglasses. All yes. He's totally flock of seagulls. Yeah, totally. Yeah. He might as well be singing it. Um, speaking of Kathleen Kennedy so in Star Wars, can, so she was You're on... You're welcome for setting that up. I, I know, right? <laughs> she was on the uh, Star Wars show. The uh, It's on every oh, Wednesday on their oh. YouTube channel where they it's, what, 15, 20 minutes? They covered you know, a bunch of different stuff. I don't know how those people got that job. I know. It's a great... <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's not bad. It's a it's, you know cute little thing. Mm. They, cute little thing. They usually have they usually have <laughs> a little. Cute. Cute they usually shot. have a little interview with you know one of the actors or something or you know like they after they interviewed Kathleen Kennedy they went to Funko and talked to them about the Star Wars stuff, mm. done different things like that. Uh, so she was on there talking about the future of Star Wars. It's over. <laughs> 2019. <laughs> she, she just does the the throat cut sign like we're done. Episode nine comes out. Nothing. Well, here's nine, the problem. Nine, nine. <laughs> I mean, here's the problem with it, though. <laughs> Goes into hibernation. By telling us, and I, I'm, I'm almost wondering if we should mention what she actually said. Well, why wouldn't we? Well, because it just like, next too. time you watch, if you watch any of the rest of the saga films, you're going to go, well, you know, they're not, you know, nothing's going to happen to that person. Yeah. Watch the original saga films. You thought <laughs> the same thing. Yeah, but I mean, when you say, okay, we're doing, I mean, when you, when you saw the original saga films, the, Four, five, and six. You didn't know there were going to be more Star Wars after that. 
you know, it didn't matter. You just knew in that day of age, like the heroes don't die. But yeah, you but didn't do you didn't do heroes dying in the eighties. When you say, well, Star Wars, especially the saga films, are going to continue on for the next ten years. You know, the I next know she decade. Says the ten years. What she, she said, said is, the, well, no, what she said is, yeah, there's the next decade. She didn't say the saga films. She said those characters. Doesn't mean those characters are continuing. The stories are continuing after nine. Well, she mentioned the, proven, episode ten. No, she didn't. She uh, doesn't mention episode ten. She I says there are further stories with Ray and Finn and Poe. Doesn't necessarily mean Baby Eight. Doesn't necessarily mean they are post Episode Nine. She We're reading. We have a saying that too. Yeah, saying, we have oh, a post story happening right now, right right now pre Episode Seven. Well, no, they did already confirm that they were going to do a ten, eleven, and twelve. The saga films. Okay, but that's not what she said. Not in this interview. No. No. Well, she she said it. There's no guarantee that those characters will be in 10, 11, and 12. Because sure. she's not saying the story of 10, 11, and 12 revolves around this triumphant. Okay. She's saying there's 10 more years of stories. There could be 10 more years of stories of Luke Skywalker. Doesn't mean any of them take place post-9. Boy, we Mark have, Hamill we have a ton doing of... Doing no live-action films. We have, all let's of a say, we have a ton... <laughs> when she says stories, they're talking about story group. That no, I doesn't mean that they're films. It doesn't mean that there's TV. It doesn't mean there's so many avenues, as she's talked about before. There's so many new ways in that interview to tell stories. Yeah, that it doesn't have to be that that these characters you can tell an earlier Poe story, you can tell an earlier Ray story, you can tell hell. They you can do episode blacks. nine. They're like, hey, there's five years between eight and nine. We don't know what the story of nine is. Yeah. That you know, where does wherever to whatever eight ends. Maybe they say, "Hey, there's a big gap between it. Why are we putting a... Why are we putting the gap in there? Because we want to be able to continue to tell stories between them. You have a 15 year gap between Jedi and and the other one. Not only in terms of how long it took for the movies to come out, but you have a huge gap between them, or more, whatever it is, 20 30. years, 30 is it 30? Whatever. Yeah. That's a huge amount of time to tell stories, and you've got characters that you can tell stories because it's 12. It's 12 between Bloodline and Force Awakens. Yeah. Um, would you want to see a Black Squadron with Poe? I don't know if it would be a movie. Because, well, the thing is, if you're going to do a movie, you got to do something big. And, I mean, if you do something like Rogue One, you already know kind of the ending. Sure. I wonder if they get the plans to the Rebels. <laughs> it, it, you know, so, when you tell those stories beforehand, if you tell it with Black Squadron, you're like, well, we know where they end up. It's like, oh, we're fighting, we're fighting the First Order. Well, you ain't going to win. Yeah. <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> well, you can um, have extra characters within the Black Squadron and... Well, you know, because, I mean, it'd be like the Poe book. Yeah. I mean, that's what the Poe comic is, is it's the interesting thing. And they've done a good job of taking other characters to give you something else to look at. Yeah. Or something else to follow that isn't just how does Poe fight. The origin the, of the, BB-8. The that's what we want. How they came up. We've already seen the origin of BB-8. It's when R2-D2 bangs the <laughs> Death Star. <laughs> oh, we haven't seen that one. No. It's the Death Star, and like it's the outside of the Death Star. Like, hmm, I don't know. It seems so wrong. Go ahead, stick it in, and it's R two D two putting the plug in, and then the next shot is BB eight. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, um, who eats ice cream with a fork? There's no spoons. <laughs> there is no spoon. <laughs> There's no spoon. There's a spoon. There is no spoon. There is no the fork. <laughs> Only porg. Fork. Uh, well, is that was... isn't, isn't there a no spoon? Oh no, is there? There is no spoon in the Matrix or something. The second one, I don't know. There is no spoon. No. Um, no, it'd be when she's an oracle. Yeah, she's bending <laughs> a spoon, <laughs> and they're like, 
There is the Oracle in the first one. There's the Oracle in the second one. When they go to the little daycare center, he's all dressed up the like Oracle's Calzone. in the second one. Yeah. And she's bending a spoon, and then it's just like, there is no spoon. Yeah. Something like that. Well, now we know why he's eating with a fork. Yes. <laughs> um, I also love the fact in the middle of... <laughs> Did you want to get some popcorn or whatever you were eating last week? Oh, God, last well, week. I think he it, was it, eating popcorn. He, and the funny thing is... Just hear the crunching. Mm-hmm. Well, the funny thing is, Doug left a message to us on Facebook saying that... Ethan, you can't hear. We couldn't hear you at all, and, and I went back and listened to the show. And you are you. Remember when I told you beforehand you were sitting back too far because it was too quiet? Yeah, it was way too quiet. Yeah, because I was eating popcorn. We could barely hear you, but you could hear the popcorn. <laughs> That's popcorn. all I had to contribute to last week is my popcorn eating. <laughs> um, no, so yeah, Star Wars is you know, and it's no surprise they said Star Wars is going to continue going on for as long as they can milk that that puppy. Um, as long as Disney exists, yeah, you can milk puppies. We've got, we've covered you can this milk too. Any mammals? <laughs> you can milk anything with nipples, Greg. <laughs> I have nipples, Greg. Can within the month, within four shows, we've done that joke twice now. <laughs> when it works, it works. <laughs> well, yeah. Also, the other thing, it, it, there's no. Nipples? There's no nipples. There's no nipples in the Star Wars universe. Um, no, there's no underwear in the Star Wars universe. That there are nipples, however, in Mario Odyssey. Oh God, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about that again. <laughs> I got the nipples, <laughs> but it, as long as people keep consuming that media, there's no reason to stop. You sure. know, it's not like you don't see a lot of people going, "Oh my God, I'm just so sick of this stuff." Well, she also talked about the story group and how they, yeah. how it is very difficult to get together and make sure that everything stays, especially you know within a, a cohesive universe. Especially when well, you have, they have something more than like one Rebels person doing it, like Lucy Autry used to have to do for Lucasfilm back when there was yeah. books and comics, and it was already wrong within the first two years. Like ah crap, this <laughs> yeah. doesn't make any sense. But when you have the com- now you have comic books and video games and TV series, cartoons, you know. Everything within this one umbrella that, you know, it does take a whole group to sit down and figure it out and try it to should. keep Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's good to, uh, I, I can have as much Star Wars as, you know, as I, this is as much Star Wars as I've always wanted. To die. Unless uh, Luke turns to the it's, dark side. I'm telling it? you, I, I, if Luke turns to the dark side, I, it may be. Well, no, we know that Ray turns to the dark side because she takes the villain spot. So does that in mean the international gonna, poster? Well, is just gonna, help them? he comes over from DC. Yes, know? as the baby. Well, the they had they had Luke in the background of the one. Poster Luke is too. Luke is in the background of the 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 domestic release poster, and then Ray is in the background yes. of the international release poster. And then there's also that a the standee that the, they have. And all the the ones where they, they they've done that kind of triangle piece. The top is Vader, Ray, or, uh, Ray uh, Kylo, Vader. The Emperor, somebody like that. But, yeah. But then there's also a standee that's in one of the theaters that shows like the light side, and then it shows the dark side, and they have Luke on both of them. Well, I remember that they, we we said the same thing with what happened in the first poster with Finn having the saber and someone yeah. was on the other side or whatever. The thing with Luke, the 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 feeling I get from those two trailers is it's not leaving like he just wants to get rid of the Force. He yes. just wants to get rid of the Jedi completely. It's like this is a, this is a mess. Right. I should have turned this over to my sister. And just been like, you go fight. And this, and that's, when you get into that story and you're like, why does Luke abandon everything? Yeah. That's the, that's the, the, the most interesting thing to me is how, what are you going to tell me is the reason that Luke unleashes this 
terrible human being in Kylo Ren, Ben Skywalker, whatever, Ben Organis, Ben Solo, into the universe, and then just says, I'm out. I'm going to go find an island somewhere and chill. You take care of this. Read the legend of Luke Skywalker. Well, yeah, I gotta finish. I gotta finish a bunch of other stuff. I know it. It, 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 it deals with some of that in there already. It's gonna come out that uh, Luke inappropriately touched Kylo, and therefore he's no. for harassment. Just like stop, Luke Weinstein. <laughs> I'm Luke Weinstein. <laughs> I got a bulbous face. Luke Spacey. <laughs> Oh, poor Kevin Spacey. Poor know. Kevin Spacey? I don't think so. <laughs> when I first heard it, when it was the first one, I was like, well, you know, it was one time and, you know. It's, no, it wasn't. Know, but it was like that first one that here's came the out. First, here's the problem with the first time. It was 14. I've gone, upstore, I've gone upstairs. I'm having a party in my apartment. I've gone off a Broadway play. And what have I decided to do in an apartment in which people are doing drugs and drinking? I've invited a 14-year-old boy <laughs> to come hang out. That's the start of that story. And then it continues with, I tried to bar him from leaving because I wanted to touch his pee-pee. Because he was drunk. Because I'm drunk and, oh, I don't remember it. Yeah. Also, guys, guess what? I'm gay. Yeah. I've been bisexual for a long time, but now mm, I enjoy sausage. It's amazing. <laughs> and the story for the first two days is, hey, Kevin Spacey loves sausage. And he did something at some point. And, he, and now yeah, you're like, was like, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. He was, he was really wait. apologetic and... And everything. You can apologetic know. all you want. And it was don't like, touch fourteen-year-old boys. No, yeah, that was the worst part of it. And you're going, you're going. Okay, well, it's not like he has a pattern. Speaking of tangents, it's not like he has a pattern like Weinstein. Good job, it. Ethan. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> I was just trying to make a joke. <laughs> I know. See? You see, your jokes lead, but this is the thing: see? your jokes lead to very what serious discussion. Luke touching Luke touched Kylo. Kylo. Touched Kylo, and that's why they're they're touched. furiously rewriting Episode Nine to retcon that he touched Kylo. <sighs> Uh, I didn't even want to. Episode eight is the, the wiping touching. out of the extended universe. The you. <laughs> eight is all the people from uh, from Kevin Spacey coming forward. Um, I feel bad for liking the Spacey in Space program at uh, uh, the the Florida Panthers two years ago. <laughs> the guy had a, had a had a sweatshirt. He had Spacey's face, and the background of the sweatshirt was done like space, like a starfield, and so it became some weird. Like fan thing of people wearing shirts and sweatshirts of Spacey in space. <laughs> that was like their fan thing. It was the year that they, sure. they won their division and they went to the playoffs. And they had little, uh, the little you know, like the little mask on, on a stick mm. or whatever that you put in front of your face. So they had Kevin Spacey's face and it was the first or second playoff game at home at whatever that stupid center is called. And, you know, you see this guy holding it and then he moves it and it's actually Kevin Spacey and everyone goes crazy because he's at the game. He's like, oh, this is great. And it was such a cool moment and now you're like, great, you tried to rape boys. (laughs) (laughs) Not just boys. There was eight other people that are currently on the the show and not on the show. Guess who's not on the show anymore? Yeah. (laughs) Didn't, man, 2017 is going to be the year of the harassment. It already is. I mean, I'm, you're you're taking on a ton of people. Well, you, you know the you weirdest thing of ben all Affleck of this one. is the weirdest thing in all of this is we have to admit that Corey Feldman was right. <laughs> and it's 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 a thing that you laugh at it, but I know, I know. it is we dismissed him because he's such a joke. Jose Canseco in in baseball, he blew the whistle on steroids years before oh, yeah. because Canseco is such a douchebag. And he's not not a douchebag. He is a total douchebag. Sure. But we dismissed him because oh, it's just it's this this crazy person. He's a douchebag. He just wants to get back at everybody. And then four years later, you're like, he's right. Yeah. He was completely right. All the names that he named, 
all tested positive for steroids or had to admit afterwards that they were steroids. Corey Feldman has been telling you for years that people in power in Hollywood are abusing it to children. Yeah. And everyone's like, but it's Corey Feldman. He's just mad because his career didn't turn off. Corey Fame was messed up from it, and that's why he was on drugs, and that's why he ended up... Yeah, no, that... that, And and his story is... I mean, look, he's still kind of crazy. He thinks, like, whatever that stupid band is is actually going to make it. But... Oh, that's so his problems, and not only just his problems. We look at these actors and actresses, these young people who get into drugs and into drinking and into these wild parties and everything. You look at someone like Lindsay Lohan, and we've made fun of Lindsay Lohan for a decade. You know, oh, she's just a party girl, and she's such an mm-hmm. idiot or whatever. You have no idea what kind of pressure that person is under. Well, Drew Barrymore admits her. that when she Drew was Drew Barrymore was, years, was on cocaine when she was not 12, even yeah. teen. She was going crazy because she's in an environment where everybody abuses you and everybody takes advantage Carrie of you. Carrie Fisher admitted when that when she was... When these things come out and everyone's like, oh, I can't believe this. And I wanted to say, well, they've been telling you this for years. This has been the inside joke for years. There's the been casting the joke couch, of the, ca- just the this say. stuff, all that stuff that's there... There's a reason that's there. It's because it's happening. And just yeah. to have finally have someone, one or two people that stand up and take that courage and then to sit and then to sit with other people going, Well, why didn't you come forward sooner? <laughs> yeah. Shut up. How do you not happen? There's a local reporter here in LA, Lauren Savon, who ran into Harvey Weinstein, who was all but sexually assaulted by him. He, and people started shaming her, like, why didn't you say something? Why didn't you, you say something? You were blacklisted something? if you came out and said anything. I mean that he's friends with the head of the station she works for. Yeah. She was afraid she was gonna get fired. Even after it came out, she didn't immediately say it. And everyone, again, is starting to go, oh, well, what's wrong with you? You have no idea. I, I can't even imagine what it's like to live like that. Mm-hmm. To live with that in, in your head for so long and all these pieces. And it's just been, it's crazy. And we've seen this domino effect. They had it on Entertainment Weekly last week. And um, um, I just like, it, it's, the, the article's talking about, is this where we finally stop this behavior? Because now that, you know, people are going forward, we mentioned Kathleen Kennedy. She's talked about having, you know, that that some sort of like no harassment consensus or form. I, I can't remember the thing sure. for it. But basically like a coalition that helps uh, monitor and make sure that these productions are above the board. That people are not mm-hmm. abusing their power in any way. Sexually, mentally abusing people, physically abusing people, verbally abusing people, monetarily abusing people. You have people who are in power... Find Joe Biden's speech when he talks about Harvey Weinstein, about how disgusting it is when yeah. you have that that you have that power, and the worst thing you can do is abuse it, especially against women and especially against children. Yeah. And we let these people get away with stuff. We've seen it in sports for years. We let these people get away with it for years and years and years and years and years. And then it's almost a point where you go, why? How, why what did you expect? Yeah. Why? Why would he stop? And now, as you're seeing more and more people. Like, well, why didn't why didn't Kevin Spacey say something? He worked with Harvey Weinstein because he's got the same damn skeletons in his closet. Yep. He's going to come forward and say, oh, Harvey Weinstein is a terrible person and we should get rid of him. Kevin, you, you tried to rape a 14-year-old boy. Oh, yeah. Um, so I was drunk <laughs> and uh, I'm gay. That makes it no, better, right? Well, I guess, no, everyone no. talk about oh. being gay. Well, you saw uh, Alec Baldwin yesterday. He said he was leaving Twitter because of the comment that – he had made about Weinstein and the payoff and the backlash that he was getting, mm-hmm. and then turned around last night on Saturday Night Live and made another comment <laughs> that, well, if Harvey Weinstein was president, he could have gotten away with it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> D- duh. I was like, whoa. <laughs> so I won't be telling any more jokes. This time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lead us to more serious discussions. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so the, the episode where we talk about the. the Sexual so, um, scandals of Hollywood and why Mikey's eating ice cream with a fork. 
So, uh, yeah, New Mutant. No, not New Mutants. Uh, New Warriors. Oh, I saw the trailer for New Mutants. Yeah. That's very odd. I mean, it's good, but I'm like... The first time you saw it? Yeah, it was like, whoa, this is very dark. scary as F. Yeah. Like, what? What? Oh, and it makes sense. I mean, it looks so, so supernatural good. movie, mutant powers and supernatural all kind of fits together. I yeah. mean, it's, you know, you, if you believe one, you're going to believe the other. So. Put them in asylum like that. Uh, it's going to be so good. The lunatics. Yeah. Everybody looks good too in terms of the characters. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, but you speaking can... of the cocaine kid from Stranger Things, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, you can immediately tell which which uh, character they're playing. Yeah. With if if, if you know the comic books. Yeah. Um. It sounded so gateway. If you know the comic books. <laughs> Speaking of comic books and TV and movies, New Warriors is where I was going with this. Is going to be coming out 2018? No. No? Nobody knows anymore. Because it's not going to be on Freeform. All right. It's not going to be on Freeform. So it's supposed to go to Freeform, and Freeform basically said, no, we don't want it. Because the big announcement was when they announced Squirrel Girl. Yep. That which Former up, up, down, down. <laughs> Audition, whatever, however you say your last name. We saved you. She said, we saved her career. We saved her by career. Not, she by owes us. <laughs> she owes us some of that sweet scroll girl money. <laughs> that AT&T money. She's um, but now Freeform is saying we don't want it. And they're giving it back for them to be able to shop it. ABC. ABC. Well, it's not ABC. It's No, I mean. ABC owns Freeform. Yes. So ABC has told Marvel TV we don't want it. Yeah. And so they've given it back to shop it, and as the insiders are pointing out, there's places that they can't shop it to. Netflix. They can't shop it to Netflix. They can't shop it to Fox, really. Nope. They're basically saying, you're probably not going to be able to shop it to Fox, so they have their options limited. And now you have this thing in a weird limbo that may not show up at all. And I found it rather humorous, considering, as I said before, <laughs> ABC has basically told Disney, we don't want your product. Yep. We don't want we don't want Agents of Shield. We don't want Inhumans. We don't want Bobby and Jesse and the Dukes of Hazard Boys or whatever the hell that thing was supposed to be. Bobby and Hunter, Bobby Hunter and Bobby, Hunter. whatever, yeah, Bobby Mockingbird. What was that supposed to be called? Wasn't wasn't there a name? Was it Secret Warriors? No, it wasn't Secret Warriors. No. Uh, wasn't it something from it? It wasn't Birds of Prey. Maybe it was just Mockingbird. Mockingbird and Hunter. Whatever it was. But that spinoff series, they didn't even let it get past I don't the think, pilot. I don't think they got an official name for it. I thought there was something that was supposed to be a name that had... Uh, it was Mockingbird something, but... Yeah. Mockingbird's Minions. Um, and I find it that Marvel, Mockingbird, Marvel TV, like broadcast slash cable TV, nobody wants it. It's just not there. ABC Disney is now. actively trying to get rid of it. Disney now. Could be on Disney XD. Would you put a show? Would you put a show like that on your Disney channels? Yeah, but doesn't XD well, have at, all the animated? No, no? they they've gone out. They don't they, have, they they do have live action stuff. Live action yeah, stuff. But isn't Freeform? Channels. Freeform was ABC Family, which is basically twenty four hours of teenagers trying to have sex, right? Yes, it went because from that ABC was every Family. single show that was on there. It went from ABC Family. Then they started putting out like. The Finding Fosters or whatever, mm-hmm. and, uh, Pretty Little Liars and all those, and then they went. We're getting a little bit more mature than what we. Yeah, uh, we're more. not really family now. The only thing we really show family on is when we do our Harry Potter weekend or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they don't have Seventh Heaven reruns anymore. Yeah, so they they got rid of that. Pervert dad. <laughs> um, Speaking of, <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and we've come full circle. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I speak, um, shows like that. Party of Five is being remade. What? 
Yeah. Just stop. No, it, I mean, Just but they're stop. not. But it's not going to be five kids. It's going to be five immigrants that are living in a house together. Yes. And who are they living with? <laughs> That's right, Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> And Donald Trump and, and Harvey Uncle, Weinstein. Uncle Trump is right next door. <laughs> I love these kids. He's Quagmire. <laughs> these kids, people Giggity. are telling me these kids are amazing. I'm telling Somehow them amazing. they made it over Somehow the they're making the best tacos. They've made the best tacos. Now I'm having them pick stuff from my field. Okay. So, <laughs> so we're going to go back to Thor now. Thor. And it's going to be full of spoilers. I'm just going to tell you right now. So, if you haven't Thor seen Thor dies the, in the first two movies. If you haven't seen the movie, go watch it. The rest pause of the, the podcast. Pause the podcast. <laughs> go watch, go the, watch movie. the movie and then but come back. But make sure don't turn off the podcast. Pause it. Leave it actively paused <laughs> yes. while you go see the movie. And then as soon as you walk out, hit play. And then and go, wow, you guys are idiots. That movie sucked. <laughs> okay. I would find someone that didn't like it. I'd be interested that, yeah. to I'd, I'd be interested to hear someone who That's didn't like it at all. I, so far I haven't I haven't either. So there it. were a lot of well, little, except for Rich. <laughs> there were a lot of little Easter eggs in this thing too. There's a lot of a lot of stuff in it. Matt I mean, Damon was in if, it. If, if you go sake. well it's, it's go from the, the the fun thing is is you start from the beginning and, and you go through. So we're introduced <laughs> The scene that you see in the trailer of him in chains is, is the very front of it. Yes. And as soon as he turns and he sees the fire, I'm like, oh, it's Surtur. Because that's Mike Walter, St- Walter Simonson's run. Is, you didn't, you didn't see I didn't the the tra- trailer? one of the trailers shows Surtur in it. It was the first trailer, the yeah. actual trailer. But, it yeah. show, but it's showing Ragnarok. The, the yeah, basically I, at, at that point. But. Didn't put everything together in terms of, mm. of that. But yes, Walter Simonson's run, which helped get me into, into th- and it was like, this is awesome. Yeah. And then it's just. Stupid humorous with him doing the spinning and everything. That and was so, the only part that I really. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be bad. When he, I knew he did it once, and I knew he was probably gonna do it again. I'm well, it's like, that that comedy where you go too I far know, and then you yeah, go even farther. Like, so it worked. But even with him talking to the skeleton. As I, I, well, that's the thing. I'm yeah. watching it going. Hmm. That was fine. That was perfectly yeah. fine with that. Yeah. It's the whole spinning part. The spinning part was fine with you because I'm I'm like you. I'm looking at it going. Oh, that's what it was. The, when the mouth falls off, yes, that was, yeah, like you're supposed Ar- to be. Um, Arabella was like, "That was dumb," because and it was just. I didn't really consider that as because it was like the, it was getting ready to say something and then the mouth falls yeah. off. But doesn't yeah, he make some a, sort of comment or something? He does. He like he, he asks him a question. Yeah, yes, yeah. it's supposed to be an answer, and he, the, he's he's like, the thing just falls off. Yeah, it's like how long have we been here? And he gets ready, you know, or something yeah, like that. Whatever it is, and then he starts mm-hmm. to answer the mouth for or whatever. Yeah, or what do you? That's what it is. What are you here for? So the battle with Surtur is awesome, and. Gets out and then, uh, the, the, I mean, it sets it up because again, there's these great parts because it gives you Ragnarok. He mentions, you know, as long as Thor says, as long as Odin's in Asgard, you can't take it. He's like, Odin's not in Asgard. Yeah. What? What are you talking about? Like, that's as an audience, you know, but that's how the information gets to Thor. Were you happy there because you were like, okay, now they're going to address it? But yeah. you thought they were going to just blow it off somewhat, or they were going to flip that that it wasn't Loki that did it, or yeah. or whatever. Because the end at the end of Dark World with Loki taking over Odin, it's it's done maliciously. It's not sure. Oh, Odin needs to escape, and I'm I'm taking over. It's something bad. Yeah. And from the extra credit scene in in. Doctor Strange, it sounded like he's like, my brother and I are searching for our father. Why is your brother searching for him? Right. Like, he's the one that did it. And you you go from from there to him coming back, and yes, Matt Damon. 
I think the other, I think there's other people in there that are it's, fairly recognizable. Sam Neil. Sam Neil's Odin. That's what. Yeah. I didn't realize that. And his brother is Thor. Yes. Luke. Luke, Luke Hensworth is Thor. And their sister or cousin. I thought because he looks sort of like yes. is one of the selfie girls. Yes, it is. Yeah, I saw his, I saw that in the. Their sister the is one of the selfie sister, girls okay. because and it was funny because when he went to take the picture with them, you know, he gives her a weird look like, oh, you, like oh. you want to take a picture with me and everything. And it's like, oh yeah, they're taking a picture with Thor. But the way he looks at her is like, really, you want to take a picture with me? <laughs> And so the reveal is great. Did you like the Did you like the uh, umbrella? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was so such a great moment from for the, there from the comics. But again, you, you go through. It's that. a walking stick he uses in the comic. It is. Yeah, he has, he has a he has a cane. Uh, Donald Blake has a cane that he mm. smashes, then it becomes it becomes mule. Yes. Meow meow. Meow um, meow. So when you get <laughs> you you get him going back to Asgard. Oh, but you got no, don't go past the Doctor Strange when he goes and calls for that's, that. After. Oh, yes, okay. Because he has Loki with him. Yes. Well, we were kind of jumping around there. Yeah, that's why I'm... Not... I do like the... We don't want to jump around, because every time we do this, we jump around all over yes, the place. Yes, I know. Okay. So when he goes he goes back to Asgard, he sees the, the whole play. thing with Loki is great, because it's it's done kind of community, but he's also like, what the heck is going on here? What are we doing? He's like, oh, I left my father here. And then again, you have the same community thing, like on the sidewalk or right here as this... <laughs> he leaves him in a home! Yeah. And the home is being destroyed. I love how he gets him to, to admit that he's he's yeah. in disguise. And the, the, the fun thing with that, again, is these pieces of the Marvel Universe. It's Thor. He's carrying an umbrella. He's got his hair back or whatever. People on the street still recognize him. And they just take selfies with him. Right. He's like a rock star or a sports person <laughs> where you can see people... And you can see, like, like, say, a sports star in town, and he can be standing on a street corner, and no one's bothering him because they're just like, I'm not going to go bother him. Yeah. I'm not. And then you just have two people come, like, I want a selfie. Okay. And that's the end of it. And then they go to Bleecker Street, and you're like, okay, this is the Doctor Strange part. The Doctor Strange part's hilarious. Yeah. And it works because Doctor Strange, as you watch that film, as he gets to the, but Doctor Strange is the one in power here. He's the one sitting down, like, all right, so I'm supposed to make sure that, you know, all these things are happening. Yeah. Oh, that he also gets rid of Loki really quickly too. <laughs> well, he drops Loki. But the funny thing was when Lo- Thor makes a comment to Loki about how he's dressed too. And I, I forget what the exact comment and, was now. Oh, you're dressed like a witch. Yeah, dressed yeah, like a witch. Dressed like a witch. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the the whole thing with Doctor Strange is great because it's just like if I can find you, find your father. Because now we're at a point where Odin's missing. Yeah. Loki, he's not where Loki put where Loki puts him. Oh God, how long is this going to take? And Doctor Strange's like, Oh, well, I know where he is. So yeah. if I if I get you to him, you'll go back to Asgard and get the hell off Earth, right? Yes, perfect. Let's yeah. do it. And, and you know, <laughs> when Loki comes like you two bits, what? <laughs> he does the strings and everything, and the whole thing is played for I've been much for thirty minutes. <laughs> for thirty minutes. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> but, but Thor calls the hammer. <laughs> yeah, and all you hear is everything breaking. Ah, it's it's so good. The name and of then... the the name of the home that that Odin was in was named Shady Acres. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that's so cool. And so then. You get to because Anthony Hopkins is playing earlier. He's playing Loki as yes. Odin, and so he's kind of. Eh. But here you get Anthony Hopkins as Anthony Hopkins, and it's so beautiful. Oh, it's and so it's good. so wonderful. And, and I love that it, they're in they're in Norway for this. Yeah, and, it, I and, thought that was... and especially with him as as Odin has gone Australia, through all these though. things where he's <laughs> he's shot in Australia though. <laughs> well, they had no shooting locations in Norway. Maybe they did. It's all green screen. They just shot. Well, Part of it did kind of look green screen. Uh, uh, yeah, well, they're on the when they're, sides. When you're that, seeing that, them back, looks... their backsides, they look green, the it look green screen. The, yeah. Well, the, yeah. From their backs, not their backsides. <laughs> the, yeah. They don't all just moon the camera. <laughs> um, it, it looked pretty fake. But Odin, but the, the part <laughs> I love. Backsides? 
the part I loved with this is when Odin's speaking to them, he not necessarily condones what Loki did, but he doesn't condemn him either. Right. He's sort of starting this thread of he's Loki. This is what he's gonna do. And when he says the spell that that you know that poisoned him or got rid of him, he's like you know when he turns and says Frigga would would be proud. Like I knew you were gonna do this. In a way, he almost respects what Loki did. Right. And and kind of turns to Thor and disarms the whole situation, saying, "What did you expect him to do? Right. This is this is Loki. But, this but is even what he later does. on, when you find out what the things that Odin did. Oh yeah, it, no, Odin's know, a terrible person. Yeah, but. He also does what he needs to do for his kingdom early, and he does what he needs to do for his kingdom late. But There's he, a lot but of Odin in this without a lot of Odin in this. But it's a yes, it is. But the, the way Odin is is you got to you're basically he's telling his sons you have to stay true to who you are. Yeah. And Loki, you're going to be the mis- yeah. you know, the god of mischief, and he be the just, god of it's, mischief. It's a, a great scene, and he's, his voice is so great, and just the way he plays himself is so yeah. great. And then of course dies. He and turns to fireflies. He disappears. We have Hela show up. I wish they hadn't have shown the hammer in, in the trailer. I know. That would have had so much more power. Because even if you're watching the trailer, you're going, why doesn't he have the hammer in the in the arena? Oh, I bet you the, the, the gatekeeper, whatever, the game master took it. Grandmaster took it. You wouldn't have known that the hammer gets destroyed. Yeah. And But they put it right in there. And that, that moment watching, you're like, well, I know this is where the hammer gets destroyed. That I was the one, the one thing that I'm kind of like, damn. I mean... The the off the off thing was, I wish they could have kept the Hulk a secret. There's yeah. no way it's impossible. But God, when that that door opens and he comes out, and you're like, holy crap, the Hulk's in this movie. But when she grabs the hammer and she crushes it, and you're like, oh. Yeah, well, that when sucks. He, when Thor is fighting, you know, in the very beginning when he's first fighting that dragon type thing, and he sets the hammer down in its mouth. Yeah. Uh, and then he says, "Stay." Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. that is so perfect. That yeah. was great. Yeah, and that's the type of humor that you've got through it. And those, yeah. those little pieces, and then. They go through the the you know Loki calls for the Bifrost, and then we're introduced to Scourge. Scourge is what bothered me. Yeah, I I get why I get why Carl Urban played it that way. I get why they had it, but it was. I, I love Carl Urban, and it's not a great Carl Urban character. No. but Carl Urban plays him very well. He does, but I, I wanted to like see. I wanted to see Scourge Carl. be a little, just a little bit more powerful. The reason that he. It, I get why he's I, like I that. see why, but, but the reason I think that they chose that what is, again, Loki has to get rid of Hamdell because yes. Hamdell can see who he is. No, I, I get that. And so he puts someone who's a buffoon there because he's hoping when Thor says, hey, let's go. He's yeah. not listening or whatever. He doesn't want the Bifrost to open. He has Asgard. So he's. I took it as he has Asgard. He's perfectly fine. He doesn't want the Bifrost. But he wants somebody who's really dumb. And, no, I, I and get uses that. I, it I anyways, he takes it. his treasures and stuff like I that. I understand it within the story, but but the Scourge character within the comic books is a, it's it's not a buffoon. And I, I would have liked him to be just a little bit more. Uh, Groot wasn't a baby for sixty years. I, I know. Now, I know. I know. Now that that he's never going to be a tree again. <laughs> he's never going to be a full-size tree. He's always going to remember this. Well, thing. Guardians 3 will be. No, he won't. Yeah, because he's, he's a teenager now. Barely. He's not going to be a thing. In he's going to be a teenager in... Uh, they've already said he's a teenager in uh, Avengers. He, he's a teenager. He's a teenager. <laughs> 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 because that's where he is at the end of Guardians. Yeah. When you, you go to one of the five uh, mid-credit scenes... 
I don't remember that. He's a he's a teenager. There's only fifteen of them, so it's I'm like, Groot. <laughs> oh, I so, am Groot. So, okay. So this oh is God. this is what uh, this is what what Yonda went through with me. Um. So when he when Loki calls for the Bifrost, you know, Hella. That's Hella. how Hella gets to the thing, and they, they get Kill, kicked out of it, him. and that's how we get him to a very different looking scar. <laughs> Very Just different. use the name. That was really all that it was. And he gets picked up by the awesome Valkyrie, taken to Jeff Goldblum, who plays Jeff Goldblum. Just don't even call him the Grandmaster. Which, the introduction of Valkyrie, that was a great entrance yeah. for a Again, that. more more physical humor that fits because she's drunk. When she tries to walk off the ramp. Oh, yeah. You side. <laughs> no, but, but Shikar was, I mean, it was very different. But it reminded me back of, of um, uh, Dark World. When all with the ether, when it opened up all the hole, uh, holes, and you know you saw junk flying, you know coming mm. down. I, I, one person at one point, I thought maybe this is what the planet that Loki dies on looks like now. Because yeah. <laughs> all the pieces hit it. Yeah, and you know we see Hela get back to, to Asgard. I guess the only problem ish they would have is the Warriors Three do nothing. Nothing. Yeah, they they do. just. I mean, Hogan gets to survive for a little bit, but. Volstag and Fandrill, and is there somebody else that's in there? Or no. is it just the two of them? Just, just the two of them. Just the two of them because in, they, in the Bifrost Jamie group. Alexander was busy working on season three of Blindspot, and she couldn't make it for Sif. Which is probably the best thing that ever happened to her, because <laughs> now they can use her somewhere else. Yeah, I know. Rather yeah. than, oh, she just got killed with a couple of knives within five seconds. Yeah. As soon as they show, like, oh, this sucks. Bye, Volstag. Thunk, thunk. That was the other thing. I thought Hela was a little overpowered. Like, yeah. in terms of she was just able to kill everybody so easily and just knives out of nowhere you yeah. know because they thought... well they said that you know that uh asgard gives her her strength they should have yeah, had her strength but... building the longer she was well that's her. what they're talking it, what th- she does because forces towards the end that she's just becoming too powerful as she's excuse me as she's there longer she builds her strength i think she's too powerful she shows would up you too. rather, rather if, not both, have if, the warriors if, three there no if they're fine there if they do something and she beats them in hand-to-hand yeah. combat yeah. You know, or, you know, swords or whatever, but, you know. Or at least having a fight. Because Fandral. Yeah. Some sort of you know? fight that actually, even if it's Volstag gets taken by surprise and Fandral's able to get the sword out and sword fight with her for, even yeah. if it's a couple of, you know, a minute or two. Because yeah. Volstag was the one that opened the Bifrost. Volstag has opened the and Bifrost. He, and he's standing there and she comes through. Yeah, and he has no idea what, right. yeah, what, yeah. what she but is. Fandral kind of sees her and has a moment. And he, I thought for a moment that Thanks he would fight. Levi. Jeez. Yeah. I, I, I thought. Fandral would fight her a little bit longer, and Volstag would get up, and then she would kill both of them. Yeah, and then go from there. Mm-hmm. Um, Holgan lasts a little bit longer. The the people of Asgard last a little bit longer. Like somebody got a, a got a shot at her, like hit his sword behind her back. Or yeah, something. well, there's one or two. Yeah. She gets hit once or well, twice. Hogan, Hogan gets her once or twice. Yeah. yeah. And then, but I mean, the rest of the, that that part of the film was the gladiator well, part it's, is great. It's back to Thor: Dark World. Um, I mean, the Warriors three did nothing in it except for Hogan. Yeah. You know, there was no point in having the other characters. And I know that's it. actually his voice, but man, that seems so racist. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like Storm Shadow from the GI Joe cartoon. <laughs> you will go away from here, and we will destroy you. Wait, what? Somebody dubbed him. Good lord! I don't. I knew George Lucas got away with this in episode one, but I didn't think they could still do this. Um, but the everything. 
on Sakaar is awesome. Uh, and uh, he sees Loki and is like, I've been here for weeks. What? <laughs> I just got here. here. Well, time, time, time's a little weird here, you know. And everything when <laughs> and he goes to the arena. When he, <laughs> you know the Hulk's in it. And so the Hulk comes out. And you're like, oh, yeah, we saw the And then they show Loki. I'm like, that was worth it. We're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. no. <laughs> I, this is not. A, I, I, what he, they just you see him come out. The Hulk comes. Rawr. I need to get off this planet. <laughs> I love, it's I so love well that. done. When, when Hulk grabs Thor and yes. bangs him. And he goes, like, how does that <laughs> feel? <laughs> That's what that feels like. <laughs> Thor's like, hey, Loki, look, it's Hulk. Look, it's Hulk. Well, look, here's something we, we right found there. out. The line that he says in the trailer and in the movie of, hey, we, you know, uh, we work together. He's a friend from work, yeah. Yeah, he's a friend from work. That line was given to them by a, uh, a Make-A-Wish Foundation kid that was visiting the set that day and <laughs> kind of mentioned it and they threw it in there. It's a friend from work. So I thought that was a really cool thing to do. For and me. that fight was really well done. Oh, yeah. It was awesome. And, and just the, the, the power and everything that's in it was so great. <laughs> Hulk gets out of the hot tub. Anyway, that scene, the Hulk in the hot tub. Hulk in the hot tub. Oh, oh, can't see that anymore. That's pretty oh, wow. That's and that's where, I, I, as you realize that the Hulk, as the Hulk, as this fairly simple-minded childish yes you're like oh that's gonna be a character in this this could go so wrong oh yeah but it works so well it's mm-hmm. so per because he has what he wants hulk yeah, stay no. i know hulk don't want to go hulk gets the you fight. stay he gets whatever girl he stay everyone yeah they all love him yeah and it's just it's so and then the <laughs> i mean just skip ahead to him trying to get out <laughs> when thor's trying to leave <laughs> With the ball, <laughs> yeah, but, even, it, but even before that, when when Thor wants to leave, and he okay, Thor leave, Thor go, yeah, go, yeah. bye, Lord. And he walks in the door and smacks his face. Well, right no, he gets he the, gets electrocuted. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, in the uh, thing, and then Thor la- and then Hulk laughs at him. Like yeah. he knows it's gonna happen. He's like, oh, Thor stay, okay. Thor stay. <laughs> oh, it was so much. Valkyrie fun. comes in and she goes, "All right, I'll stay as long as I drink this." And he's like, "All right." So the guys go, "Whoa." <laughs> <laughs> she finishes this big old bottle yeah. in like two seconds. Oh, tell him, tell him the ball. Go ahead, because we kind of yeah. He, so when you once this because he sees Hulk came on a Quinjet, and that's when you, you realize that that's where he's been since yeah. Age of Ultron. He just flies away on the Quinjet and he gets taken. And so he wants to get out. And he's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna get out. He gets the, rid of the the little you know dot that's in his neck or whatever the electrode thing. And he turns around and like, I'm going to get out of here. And he takes the ball to break the window. And he throws it the window. And it's a long shot. And it just comes flying back and smacks him in the head. <laughs> and drops and he falls him. It's freaking amazing. All right, now I'm leaving. And there he goes. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, did you like how they incorporated the um, the the calming rhyme? That <laughs> yeah, when he's telling him, like, oh, the sun's going down. Or whatever. <laughs> he keeps <gets> saying <laughs> Just grabs him and does the thing that he did oh, to Loki. Wait, and we forgot. Movie. We forgot the best part. What? When he goes into the room and he meets the Rock dude. Hey guys. Korg. Korg. <laughs> no, when when he goes into it's when, so good. And Stanley has his. <laughs> Stanley's the one who cuts Thor's. I hair. gotta cut your hair. Well, you know why they did they cut his hair, right? Because in oh yeah, yeah in ancient times when for the gladiatorial battles when you were taken as a slave and you were going to be in if you had long hair like that they cut your hair off it's you know 
So what you're saying is you can't ever be a gladiator. <laughs> you bitch when you go to... That would, do you know... The old story of your wife driving you up to Fantastic Sam's or whatever, and you sitting in the car like a baby. I'm not going in. I don't want to give me a haircut. Do you know how many women in the audience, when when Cor, when, when, Cor, when Thor's hair got cut, they all went, aww. I, I didn't hear any. Didn't hear really? It was like... Yeah. And you can, always, you can hear it. And, you know, I'm just wondering at all the guys that are with everyone ever going, Really? Really? That's yeah. Valkyrie seems I, I'm to like sure it. their the jealousy ramped up when they had the shirtless scene of. Oh well, yeah, when he, when he comes so in, when he wakes up and I'm like, well, at least they found a spot to get his shirt off. He's the only Avenger that's been shirtless in every one of every movie he's appeared in. He should be shirtless in every movie. Yeah. He's ripped like. <laughs> and you notice once once uh, the Hulk comes back to Bruce Banner, not shirtless. No, they show him shirtless, but you know it kind of yeah, works. Mark Ruffalo is sort of like no, it sucks. <laughs> but it kind of works though for him. Yeah. He's wrapped uh, up in a big blanket. Yeah. Oh yes, yeah, so, like literally a big <laughs> And no, hell but... is hell is peace through it is because now it goes back and forth, and this is what I really like with it is they didn't they have hey, these things that are the going on. Well, we that was later. No, that was that was, thought, was it after. Well, yeah, but wasn't it after one of the battles? <laughs> wasn't it there sitting there? It's when they went back to go get them to, for the rebellion. Think cool. You want to go? Doug? The, the, Doug's dead. Doug. <laughs> well, Doug was... Who was it? Well, Doug, I knew Doug. Doug's dead. I knew, oh, Doug. I knew Doug. I mean, it's, it's even hard to like stay on it when you're with it. The cork is so good. But wanted to, because we wanted to talk about Clay Blanchett being really, really good as Hela. And the yes. scene where she's in the throne room telling Scourge what she's going to do is like... The first Marvel Universe female theatrical... The first female, the first Marvel Universe theatrical female, yes. Villain. They've never had no, a female villain. before. No kidding. But <laughs> you, your you, pauses see, are an interesting. Places. But see, no, the the rumor, the thing was, that, well, this is the first female to be a villain in the or major villain within the Marvel yeah, Universe. I was say, because you have what's her face, you have Karen Gillan's Nebula, isn't it? As yes, a the first and movie. you also have um, Sigourney Weaver in the television series for the oh, yeah. for the uh, um, Defenders. Defenders. You say Elizabeth Debicki or Debicki in Guardians too? Yeah, a little bit, not a little bit. Usually, and she's not really villain. But the, the, that's what they're saying—a a major yeah. villain. But yeah, Nebula was. Yeah, Nebula, I would consider her a major villain. I would no. consider her a major part of that film. Um, when she's telling Scourge to be the executioner, and you know, is it that they executed the Vision across the? They also executed people, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, like those little pieces. It was just great, and she's just wonderful as it is. So good. Mm-hmm. Oh, so yeah, she brings out hey, Odin's secrets. <laughs> hey, Doug. <laughs> Doug. The the Easter egg in it is the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, she knocks it over in the well, vault. Well, that's what I was gonna say. When, in the and vault, says it's a fake, and so that kind of you know we have the end of which one is is it Age of Ultron when Age he grabs Ultron, it? Yeah. Is Age yes. of Ultron the best Chris Chris? He, like, he grabs it, it out of he grabs it out of his vault and says, "I'll do it myself." Yeah, and so now we know and the one no that was in on. Asgard. Is a fake, right? Well, it, which because which was harkening back to the first Thor movie when you go into Odin's vault when he takes the um, destroyer. Well, he goes to get the destroyer, but he also brings in the box. Yeah, he brings from in the cask. Odenheim, mm-hmm. he the cask. Yes, yeah. the cask of Winters. Yes, he brings that in and sets it in there. You see a very quick pan of the Infinity Gauntlet, the gauntlet which everybody was kind of like, and that was the very the very very first indication that. We were going to go to something much bigger with Thanos. Well, I think even then they may not have even known, but that 
it was it was in the back. And you see the eye, uh, uh, the uh, you know, like something that looked like the eye of Agamotto was in there. Yeah, as well. you, well, yeah. which you, but now once you saw you, that, once you saw you had, that statue yeah, of it, once you had started it to gone. say, "Oh, the the stones slash gems are out there," people said, "But you see the Infinity Gauntlet with the gems." Everybody was wondering if vault, it was a mistake, and now and it's or if they were going to tie it in. Yeah, well, that's it, it. Probably wasn't a mistake so much as they put it in there, and then someone said, "Hey, why don't we do these as stones?" Yeah, why don't we do these as gems? Well, shoot, we already showed it. And so she pushes it over as fake, and it was. And she got a big wolf. Yeah, big, well, but, the, you, big, the you, but you, it was cool because you you see oh, the he items. Is? Yeah, he's a real puppy, real he's puppy an wolf. Puppy. He's, he's puppy. an evil wolf. But you you, you see cool. that's a major big dire wolf. Yeah. <laughs> um, but in in the vault, you get to see all the items. You even see the tesseract. You know, you do see where the eye of uh, of Agronom was. Agronom. Yeah. Agronom. Was. That's the great thing. You can make up all those words. And still, still <laughs> you, you, huh? Azkaban? Asgard? Asgard? Go back to Asgard? Why would you want to go there? Jeff Goldblum was great. By the way, this was the first movie that Jeff Goldblum and Sam Neill have been in together since Jurassic Park. Yeah, that's a lot of actors have that. <laughs> unless, you, unless you're someone, you know, like... Scorsese, who uses the same ten people all the time. This is the second movie Nolan. Jeff Goldblum has been in with a Hemsworth. Do you know what the other one was? Just the second Independence Day movie, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And it's the only one Jeff Goldblum's in with Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah, Matt Damon. You get that for a second. You're like, is that Matt Damon? That's, that's Matt Damon. That's son of a bitch. I was like, that's like that's a, Matt Damon. And then I'm looking at IMDb afterwards. I'm like. He's not on there. He's, he's not, not credited, there. but he's in well, there. I'm sure they wanted to keep that a secret. And then you you scroll through where it gives the you trivia like, and everything. Finally, like lists him there because you, know, you got to get those trivia guys to make sure that they ruin it for you. Yeah. Um, no, but I, the the vault was done very well. I, I was so glad that they did address the the gauntlet. Uh, I know that a lot of there was a lot of Facebook or Reddit, you know, discussions about that for years. Um. Yeah, when she drops down there with the with the eternal flame, and she started people it, uh, to me, there looked like you know there was a Beta Ray Bill uh, skeleton laying there. I don't remember that because you you see Beta Ray Bill's face on the 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 monument wall on uh, Sakar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pissed when I saw the trivia. I'm like, I couldn't make out anybody besides the Hawks being built. But you could tell because it was more of elongated. Yeah, but I didn't wasn't putting Beta Ray Bill as that. What the one on the on the left? Yeah, yeah. It yeah. looked like an there's, armadillo there's to man me. Man thing and Ares on there too. Really? Yeah. The yeah, Ares, I thought I, when I saw it, I was like, the, boy, that kind of looks like Ares. I could see by, that, but by head, is it what? What by head? There's one. In, uh, <laughs> there's one by from. Uh, it starts with by. I don't uh, remember. I don't know the character, so I'm, uh, I'm saying it wrong that for obviously. Planet Hawk by. He's the guy with the two heads. There was the guy with the three heads. Yeah, he gets there. killed at the end. Yeah. yeah, I thought that's what that was supposed to be. You know, like mm-hmm. anyways, that character. I, mean, I can't. I'll, I'll, I'll look. At I it thought. Right. I thought that was supposed to be. You know, the one on the references. left to me looked like an armadillo. That's Peter Ray Bill. Yeah, I'll have to watch that again. But the funny thing is, the director said that there was a scene with Beta Ray Bill shot for the movie, and it was in there, but he took it out because it it didn't give a good significance to the film, and he didn't want to introduce Beta Ray Bill for a no quick reason. minute yeah. for no reason. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that also shows that they want to introduce Beta Ray Bill. So it's probably gonna well. Be they're they're saying that, that instead of uh, you know to we replace did talk about Throg. 
as the, in the that play. was awesome. Yeah, that was, that was part good. of turned you into a frog. Fun. That was just in good fun. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> I was so. I, when they mentioned that, I mean, turned him into a frog. There's I a lot of little I pieces like, towards yes. towards the thing. I mean, just like in the first one, when when she gives him the shirt that said Donald Blake on, right? Or Doctor Blake on. Yeah. The, like, okay, the, the was same it, sort of thing. It was the ID, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It like the jacket she gave him or the shirt yeah. he gave him. The, the things that Doctor Blake and. um so yeah, the, the, like the umbrella and the 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 the, the frog thing. <laughs> so pieces that you got from the classic run that were thrown in there. And then when you roll through the credits, it says you know special thanks to Walter Simonson for his major contributions to this film. And I'm like, no feces? Are you kidding me? <laughs> right. And then uh, Greg Pak and Carlos Begoin because they did Planet Hall. Yeah. Well, apparently, um, a couple of their names were streets within Sicar. Yeah, they do that kind yeah. of thing a lot. Um, you see any st- Batman movie? Every street in it is oh, a major yeah. creator. I think it's like it's everything. Any of them? I mean, whenever they show you a map, it's you know, huh. or you see a street or sign or something. Yeah, it's usually Finger or yeah, or um, all those other guys. When when they were on the the Quinjet and they showed the the little bit of footage of uh, uh, Natasha. Natasha. Yeah, again, pieces where pieces from earlier films, characters from earlier films make sense yeah we also Hulk find out seamlessly that, fits into this film yes we also find out that that banner hasn't been banner for two years yeah, so hulk's been been in the control hulk for two years which uh, is which is the way it was after world war hawk when he goes to planet hawk that's not after world war hulk world war hulk is after planet oh it's, hulk. it's after yes because he comes back to kill everybody yeah. that's right that's right sending him to planet hulk and that's blowing right. up his wife that's right and then you find out oh no the the, the insect did it <laughs> She's too powerful. I have no hammer. What are you, Thor, God of Hammer? <laughs> yeah. What are you, Thor, God of Hammer? L- Lord of Thunder. God. Lord, God. 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 Yeah. Lord of Lord. Lord of Thunder. <laughs> uh, as you get, I mean, he, he kind of mentions the 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 final hero scene. The music was great. Oh, and the music. The music in all three films is awesome. Yeah. And the scene there were there were two shots that looked like they should be. Full page panels, uh, from a comic from the comic book. The one when Hela is coming down oh. over top of the As- uh, over top of Asgard, the Guardians, the Guardians, I think. The Valkyries. Well, the Valkyries one too, but then there's another. Well, maybe it was that one. Well, there's one where she's on the ground. The Valkyries on their horses are coming down. That that's uh-huh. one of them, I think. And then there's the one of Thor when he's going over, and you see. You see uh, Hela's minions start climbing up to get to him. Oh yeah, that shot right there just looks like it should be. Uh, no, there's great shots in it. Bridge. Yeah. Looks, it, it, you know, obviously he gets back there. And the whole thing with Loki is so great of him helping him get out and in, in and out and stuff like that. I mean, everything in it, it. It's even hard to go through the whole gladiator stuff. Yeah. And then you have. <laughs> hey guys, Korg. Hey you, guys. Get, you get to the end of it when you know after the destruction and everything, and well, you get the, the, final, the final thing's the freaking hilarious. But so you get through the battle and, and everything, and it's and you show and Heimdall's been scurling away the people. Yeah, and when you know he sees uh, he sees Odin, and Odin tells him that Asgard isn't a place; it's people. Right. Is but the very end that that that, that moment. When you know he's had his eye removed, Thor has had his eye removed, and the final battle with Hela, with Hela, as he's buying time for Loki to figure out a way—not figure out a way, but to do something to actually destroy Asgard. Yeah, which fits because in, in Thor Ragnarok, in 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 the comics when they did it, they basically said 
you can't stop it. It's a right. cycle. It has to keep going. Szczynski used it at, at, at the beginning of his. Is when Thor dies in in Warren Ellis's and J. Michael's, uh, not true, uh, um, Mike Diodato's run, mm-hmm. and Thor disappears for years because they said you can't stop it. It has to happen because yeah. it, that's how it gets reborn. It was the same thing with within. Uh, was it Fear itself when when Thor has to fight Serpent? Yeah. That there's like, nothing you can do to stop it. it it's, yeah, it's pretty. It's like a, yeah, it's like a prophecy or whatever. And so that that second part where he's he's you know he's he's with his father, you know, he's being beat up and everything. This is whatever different plane or whatever. Yeah. And he's in the field and he says, I can't beat her. I'm not as strong as you. And I knew, like, as soon as that hit, like, I know what the next two lines are and they're going to be awesome. Yeah. You're right. You're not as strong as me. You're stronger. You're stronger. Yeah. And I I got that little, like, oh, that's that's so good. That, the Thor, the moment in the original Thor where he... Jane, take them, get out of here, and he's walking towards the destroyer as a man. Yes, as a, as a as a mortal being that can be killed, doesn't have the hammer, isn't worthy. All of that. That moment is amazing. If you watch the film again and again, that with the music and everything with yeah. it, and that shot, it is so good. And that was the same thing here. Like I'm sitting there going, "Yes, yes, say it. You're stronger." Then he goes, "Yes, this is awesome." And the best part is that didn't finish it. Right. He still has to battle on the bridge with everybody, and you know. Loki redeems himself and gets everybody off. And then... Hulk has to fight the Hulk has to fight, yeah. Oh, God. You want to know who I am? You're going to find out. (laughs) 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 Boom. Slams into the bridge. You knew it was gonna happen. Yeah, as I was gonna say. And the funny thing with it is, even that in in a very tangential, tangential, whatever Easter egg is in the Ultimates comic. That's how they 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 get Banner to turn into the Hulk when you know they're attacking New York City or whatever. The baggers say they kick Banner out of a Quinjet, right, hundreds of feet above the ground because you know Banner in in the the Ultimates like I'm not gonna turn into the Hulk. Kick. Well, that's you better turn into the Hulk, or you're gonna yeah, die. You're pissing well, him off while you're. That's how the and also the survival, this, the survival instinct. Yeah. That's how Natasha gets him to turn into the Hulk at the Age of Ultron. Yeah. At the end, when he says, "No, I, you know, let's just go. We're just leaving. They don't need us anymore. Like, We're going to run off." The big guy. She goes. Uh, she goes. You know. She kisses him and then says, "I need the big guy," yeah. and pushes him off. It's just, well, this he's choosing to go. Yeah. It's not yeah. <laughs> but, it, but it's almost reminiscent of that. Where okay, I've got yeah. it. You know. Okay, here I go. I'll turn into the. And then you get. <laughs> Is <laughs> everything looks like it might be over, and you know they they the Loki gets the crown and puts it and puts the Surtur's head into the Eternal Flame, yeah. reborn Surtur who has to destroy Asgard, who now has no people in it. They're but all you see him walk past the Tesseract. Here's doink. Yeah, <laughs> he back at, um, that's the way I'm thinking. Like, boy, that vault, man. I mean, if you're laying waste to Asgard, there's a lot of stuff in that vault that could probably survive that. Um, yeah, Thor but- four, the Destroyer, but. The- <laughs> And it's really. Do you think it's tough? really? It's it's really. You know, it's it's somber, and and you're, they're just they're on the bridge and they're watching sort of. I'm destroyed. Hulk, no! Jumps in Surtur and starts smashing him. And you're like, you're like, how powerful is he? This is the time where you don't smash, but just when he runs past him and jumps, Hulk, no! <laughs> and then you get to the end of the, the chip and everything, and Scourge redeems himself, and they go. Do you think it's that so Loki good. took the Tesseract? Yes. I do, too. I think that's mm-hmm. the first. I mean, I, my guess right now, because now we have 
the mid credit scene. Yes. And, well, we'll get through the funnies. <laughs> so they're in the ship. Well, they have Asgard's people there, and they're going to go find a new place. It's, it's not a place that people we can go anywhere. We're going to do. And then Thor they turn and looks. It looks like Meek. Where's your planet? And Meek's a little little creature. And course, <laughs> Oh, Meek's dead. <laughs> Yeah, I stepped on him on the <laughs> accident. The I felt so bad on the bridge. I felt so bad. I've been carrying him all day. <laughs> oh, Meek's alive, guys. <laughs> that phone. Oh, Meek's dead. Oh, I accidentally stepped on him on the Meek bridge. Meek and Korg had a great relationship in, in Planet Hawk. I mean, they were a little bit different. They weren't as humorous, but they weren't Laurel and Hardy. Said, the, the, the best part is every time you see Meek, he's doing the, the little moves and stuff, the Kung Fu moves with the knives and stuff. And so they're on the ship and they're leaving. And they're like, oh, we're going to go. And And then this gigantic ship shows up. Decide first to head to Earth. And so they're starting. No, that's after Meek dies or comes back. Yeah, when they decide to go to Earth. And I was like, oh, it's the Broxton Mm -hmm. storyline. Yes. It's bringing when when Thor brings Asgard to, to, uh, well, long before Siege. Well, yeah, it's before Siege. But But at least the Siege is, yes. uh, Thor brings Asgard to sit on top of Broxton. Yes. And that's, I think, where they're going. And then this gigantic ship shows up. And I'm sitting there going, oh, I'm a bad Marvel fan. I don't know what this is. It's got to be Thanos, doesn't it? It's got to be Thanos, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's got it. Okay. It's got to be Thanos. And so, you know, I guess Kevin Feige said after the you know, yesterday or Thanos. something that it's it's yeah it's the one of the sh- one of the ships of the one sanctuary of his two yeah the sanctuary two yeah. Um, and so the thought now is the first scene of Infinity War is. Thanos comes to take the Tesseract off that ship because Loki has it. Right. And, you know, that's Loki's put all the people in danger because he's going to destroy that ship just to get that thing off of it. So it gives him a reason to be there is he needs that gem and Loki's got it. And Loki that, that gives stone. it to him to save the people of Asgard. Yeah. And gives him, over, gives him over Thor because, and we're going to all see this when the trailer hits. Well, everybody's is, already seen it. That's the thing is, is people that have saw the trailer at Comic Con have said you've seen you've seen Thor in it without the eye or something like Thor that. Thor lands right smack on the Guardians of the Galaxy ship, yeah. right on right on the Milano like a bug hitting the windshield. And the funny thing is, he did have both his eyes. Now they're saying the rumor is that he will not have it. He'll have the patch in in uh, Age of Ultron. Oh, Oh, excuse me. <laughs> and they're remaking that movie already? Yeah. In Avengers 4. <laughs> Infinity Gauntlet. So hang on one sec. The three. Um, just harkening back to our uh, our statue of champions from Sakaar. So what I was trying to figure out, the character I was trying to figure out is Bybeast. Bybeast. Was Bybeast in Planet Hulk? I never read it. I don't remember Bybeast. Well, yeah, wait. They said Man-Thing, Beta Ray Bill... Ares and by Beast and Hulk is being constructed on the top. Well, go just Google by Beast. <laughs> ah, Google by Beast for first appearance. I'll move the chair back again so when he comes back, he's gonna go. <laughs> I had this unique hammer made from the heart of a dying star. I would spin it and I would fly. You wrote a ha- you wrote a hammer. I oh, say so you wrote a hammer. No, I would lie down. The hammer rode you? <laughs> the hammer rode you? No, I would spin it and lift me off. Oh my god, the hammer threw you off? <laughs> off the ground. It threw me off the ground. Oh, that was so awesome. Uh, I want to go see it again. Uh, it's just you know, the comedic parts on this it's movie. It's so good. And the, so that well they done. set those characters up to do it, I think, was great. Was and what I think? Because again, uh, yeah, Krug, are so different. <laughs> yeah, Kruger, whatever. Rock Beast there is, is, uh, 
it, it it's very different in that story. Very, very different in that story. But yeah. when you set him up as, okay, he's got, um, you know, you set him up as a funny character. It works for the whole thing. Yeah. Which is funny because, uh, you know, last night we went through all the trivia on IMDb. So we kind of like <laughs> decided to learn about all these things that this movie was about. And like 90% of this movie was done as an improv. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's see, Meek is a native to Sakaar. Matter of fact, the matter of fact, the emperor has tried to to eradicate them, and Meek is the last one, and he lays the eggs at the very end. <laughs> when he has Loki tied, when the Valkyrie has Loki tied up in the apartment, he comes in, he takes the thing, and just throws it at his head, to make sure it's not all around. Bonk. Yeah. Do you think it's right to go back to Earth? Probably not. But like a lot of things in life, it should all work out all right. We're the same, uh, you and I. We're a couple of hot-headed fools. Yes, same. Hulk like fire. Thor like water. We're both like fire. fire. Hulk like raging fire. Thor like smoldering fire. <laughs> well, check it out. I mean, that's Imperial City in, in Sakaar. Yeah, but it's not a joke. Well, all planet. our listeners at home. The devil's anus? The devil's anus. <laughs> yeah, a, we're going to go through the devil's wait, anus? Thor meets Cork. How did you end up here? Well, I tried to start a revolution, but didn't print enough pamphlets, so hardly anyone turned up. Except for my mom and a boyfriend, who I hate. His punishment was supposed to be in here and become a gladiator. Bit of a promotional disaster, that one, but I'm actually organizing another revolution. I don't know if you'd be interested in something like that. Do you reckon you'd be interested? Quark <laughs> <laughs> oh, is so good. <laughs> <laughs> so, so much has happened since I last saw you. I lost my hammer like <laughs> yesterday, so that's still fresh. Then I went on a journey of self-discovery. Then I met you. <laughs> uh, we know each other. He's a friend from work. I can't find uh, Bye Beast. That's not. I don't hang out with the Avengers anymore. It all got too corporate. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, see, there's Korg and... and uh, yeah, Korg is Korg very, looks like. Yeah, Korg's very different. Korg's not too different. I mean, it, Meek is more is a lot different. <laughs> Every time course, I threw it, it would always come back to me. Sounds like you had a pretty special and intimate yeah. relationship with this hammer, and that losing it was almost comparable to losing a loved one. That's a nice <laughs> way of putting it. Creepy old man cut my hair off. So, when do you think Stan Lee's last uh, movie's going to be? Uh, the the they, moment before he dies. They're going to CGI him for the rest of time. <laughs> Let me introduce myself. My name is Korg. I'm kind of like the leader here. I'm made of rocks, as you can see. We don't let that intimidate you. You don't need to be afraid unless you're made of scissors. <laughs> Just a little rock, paper, scissors, scissors jump <laughs> for you. Well, that's I was like, yep, this is going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> it's called The Revengers. <sighs> do you know what's funny is because IMDb actually in their trivia had to put in an explanation of how they got to Revengers. I'm like, was that necessary? <laughs> I think I think we can Probably all for like main like mainstream audiences. But really, you can't figure out how they can get to Revengers, you know. He even says in it, Well I'm seeking revenge, you're seeking revenge. Strong yeah. Thor, access denied. Thor <laughs> Strongest <laughs> Avenger, access denied. Point break. Welcome point break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then the end. Jeff Goldblum. I just, I gotta say, I'm proud of you all. This revolution has been a huge success. Yay, us! Pat, pat, pat on the back. Pat on the back. Come on, no, me too. Because I've been a big part of it. Can't, can't have a revolution without somebody, somebody to overthrow. So uh, you're welcome, and uh, it's a tie. It's a tie. That's the one that... Hey, Sparkles, here's the deal. You want to get back to Ass, ass Place, Asberg, wherever you came from, Asgard. 
<laughs> oh man, this uh, this movie was great. Hey, I have to admit, I'm liking it more than we're talking about it. I still, oh, I love the when story. he's with Surtur in the front. For son of Odin, Surtur, son of a bitch. <laughs> I I do. I still uh, love the story that he tells of Loki being the snake before turning back and stabbing him. <laughs> My little children. Why? Why does that amuse you so much? It's just hilarious the, the way he says it. That's the third time I've heard it. you say it today. Yes, because the way that he delivers it is just hilarious. <laughs> Where are the weapons? There aren't any. The Grandmaster uses it ship mainly for orgies. Uh, better not touch anything. <laughs> Here, use this. It's a three-pronged stick. <laughs> if you're like, nobody likes the stick. Yeah. If you're trying it's to kill really, three vampires, it's only really good if you three, three vampires that are standing real close together. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, that gets back to that's something one of the, uh, the directors early in yeah. films. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Okay, so anything else before we wrap this up? Go see. Go see. Go see. Go, go see it. That's what heroes do. <laughs> Alright, so... Make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show. And we're on Instagram as Nerdables, which we just posted something, didn't we, right before the show? Mm-hmm. So, for Chris, Mikey, and Ethan, I'm saying... Let's go see Thor. Scourge, dealing with purpose executioner. Executioner doesn't just execute people, but he executes his leader's vision. But he mainly executes them, too. <laughs> <laughs>